0: visit roberthalf.com today
1: the chilling new original docu-series on paramount plus
0: why did he kill his family the answer lies across the ocean and a woman named sylvie to
1: the can model where desire leads to deception i ended up spending 12 and 15 thousand dollars a day it was addictive I can't get you out. and obsession leads to murder who did this to your family You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. To recap Thursday Night Football, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer, and we are recapping the Eagles win over the Vikings from Thursday night. And There's no choice for biggest winner from this game but DeAndre Swift, right? I mean, oh, yeah. he, had, he, he might end up being the RB1 for week two. He rushed for 175 yards on 28 carries, the second most carries in a game for DeAndre Swift in his career. Got into the end zone. I know there was some consternation because <laughs> Jalen Hurts got a couple of one-yard touchdowns, three catches for six yards. No doubt about it, DeAndre Swift was a huge winner from tonight. But the question is, what does this mean for the Eagles' backfield moving forward after Kenneth Gainwell dominated playing time in Week 1? Remember, Swift had two touches last week. What do you think this is going to look like in Week 3 if Kenneth Gainwell's healthy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> uh,
0: but I think it's kind of like David Montgomery versus Jameer Gibbs. I, I just I don't understand how you don't play DeAndre Swift more Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of stuff. Oh, anyone could have run through those holes. And yeah, honestly, it, like, yeah, I mean, they, they were pretty big. They were great. Absolutely. But that's what I loved about DeAndre Swift. He's mm-hmm. I mean, anyone could run behind this te- this line. But you saw on that last possession that he had well, no, the second to last the one. We ended up scoring his touchdown run was great. And the long run to set up the touchdown before that. That's what Gainwell doesn't do. Mm-hmm. So Swift is the most talented back on that team without question I think it's possible Rashad Penny is just not the same player after all the injuries, so he's not a factor. What happens next week? I have no idea. This is a great opportunity, I think, to sell DeAndre Swift if you can get Mm -hmm. a lot for him, because there's no way he's going to be a feature back, in my opinion. I think Gainwell is definitely going to have a role. And, you know, to see the Eagles run the ball this much, I mean, this was so game plan specific. It was really brilliant. It was a chess match. And the first quarter really went to the the Vikings, and then
1: the Eagles said, all right, you're going to play that kind of defense? Watch (laughs) this. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of... Chess kind of overstates how difficult the decision was. It was, I don't know, checkers or (laughs) tic-tac-toe when you're, I mean, if your opponent didn't have a pencil, right? Because this was, the Vikings just had no chance of slowing this Eagles running game down. It, It was incredible to watch. It's The other thing to keep in mind is DeAndre Swift had a game with 33 carries, I believe, two seasons ago got hurt the next game. That's the one thing with DeAndre Swift. Even if you believe he'll be the lead runner, he's had a lot of trouble staying healthy. So that's something to keep in mind here. And, and let's move on to a, a loser from this game. And, and I want to point out, there's going to be some frustration from A.J. Brown. Uh, managers, uh, what, three catches for 24 catches for 29 yards. Not a great showing. Wasn't great in week one. Was pretty good, but not great. He had a touchdown called back by a penalty. On the very next play, they moved back 10 yards. He had a 35-yard touchdown. He was interfered with. It should have been called. I know it was a frustrating game for A.J. Brown. He'll be fine moving forward. If there's any type of buy-low window, take it for A.J. Brown. Adam, I'm going to guess that's not the case for Alexander Madison, right? Uh, No, I actually do think he's a buy-low. Okay, interesting.
0: I, I figured he was the biggest loser here. He is. Oh, he is. But the biggest re- the, to, re- to me, the reason why he's the biggest loser is just that second fumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little worried. Didn't show up in the box score. It did not show up in the box score. But he did fumble on a play that ended up being negated by a penalty. If he doesn't, this is what I said on Twitter on X. If he doesn't lose the job, it's Twitter. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a great buy low. The schedule is going to get a lot easier. I really think mm-hmm. the Eagles are kind of like the Niners they're so good up front that you just don't start running backs against them unless they're studs. Um, So the chargers are next. Yeah. They've been pretty bad against the run the last couple of years. Like you've got some good matchups coming up. As long as he doesn't lose the job, I think he's going to be the RB two that you wanted him to be. But we know, like we know he's not a special running back. We know Mm -hmm. exactly what Madison is. So this bad game doesn't surprise me. It's like Damian Pierce last week against the Ravens. I just don't, I didn't expect a lot. I nervously started Madison, Mm Mm-hmm. I, I would say by low, but the second fumble really does freak me out a little bit. I just don't think Ty Chandler is taking his job. So I think there's an opportunity for a buy super low on Madison.
1: Yeah. The good news is Ty Chandler didn't replay. I mean, it was very late in the game, that second fumble, but he didn't replace him on the ensuing plays. So I think that's it's the CJ good Hayden sign. Did, I think. Yeah. He, he's the fullback. We know, we yeah. know his role. Um, right. Want to move on before we go talk about some injuries from Thursday and I said week one was the week of the surprise injury. Well, week two is shaping up to be the week of the surprise injury, too, because Pukinokua missed Thursday's practice with an oblique injury. DeAndre Hopkins, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, and Christian Watson have also all not practiced as of Thursday. This is a, a week where we're really going to have to keep an eye on those Friday reports. We're going to have a, an FFT in five on Sunday morning with all the latest for you. And just stay tuned. But the one guy I want to talk about, Jerry Judy upgraded to a full participant in practice. We expect him to be the Broncos wide receiver one. I assume we're getting him back in our lineups, but I wanted to ask some start sick questions. Would you start Jerry Judy or a 49ers wide receiver in week two? I would start both of the 49ers over Judy. Okay. What about Chris Godwin?
0: Yes. In full PPR, I would start
1: Godwin and half or not. I'd start Judy. Okay. That helps me a lot because I've got, Debo ranked 18th, Brandon Ayuk 19th, and Chris Godwin 20th. So no higher than 21st for Jerry Judy for me uh, at the wide receiver position in week two. Thank you very much for your help, Adam. We'll see you tomorrow on and 5